out of this service. Now, Father, we give you praise. We believe it in Jesus' name. Let's all say amen. Amen. Praise God. Uh, I, again, I want to talk about the new season. I believe on 8-8-18, just a few days ago, we moved into a new season. Okay? So with the new season, you, you want to have a new change of wardrobe. Mm. Can you say yes? Yes. You remember the great story of the children of Israel, how God led them through the great wilderness, right? Forty years, marching <laughs> through the sand, over rocks, and all over the place, right? Forty years, right? And it says their clothes didn't wear out, and their sandals didn't wear out. Isn't that a great miracle? Yes. See, every morning you could wake up and you could see your brother. And you say, brother, that, that desert brown looks good on you. Mm, those brown sandals, boy, they look good. You could wake up every morning and do that for 40 years. Brother, we've been out here for 30 years. That, that, that desert brown, I tell you, just looks nice on your complexion. Mm -mm. Clothes don't wear out, don't even really need to wash them. Shoes just keep on going. But see, when they came into the promised land, that stopped. That stopped. Mm. Anna stopped. Mm. And the, the thing with the supernatural sustaining of the clothing stopped. Can I ask you a personal question, though? Do you really want to wear the same pair of shoes for 40 years in a row? No. <laughs> you need to go further and come into your, your Canaan land. A land of milk and honey. Yeah. Hallelujah. You might want to try something different. You may be a Nike person. Maybe you want to try Adidas. You may be Mr. Uh, this. You may want to try that. You may be Mr. Gucci. You may want to come over here and try Armani. Whatever your thing is, there needs to be variety in your life. So I'll say new season, new wardrobe. New wardrobe. Hallelujah. I know you've, en you've enjoyed some of them desert clothes, but it's time to just say, you know what? It's time to go by Goodwill, Salvation Army, and uh, pass them on. They yeah. held up for 40 years. I thank God for them. Uh, uh, but the desert beige, the desert brown, I think I'm ready for some blue or, you know, whatever else the case might be. Yeah. So I believe God wants you to have variety in your life. I believe there's certain seasons in your life. We thank God for all that he's done, all that he's doing, but God's not done yet. Right. Praise God. Yeah. You'll notice, those of you that, that have kind of, you know, grown up some, you'll notice that what, what really got you excited when you are 25 doesn't do it anymore, yeah. does it? What you thought was the greatest thing under the sun when you're 32, you're now like, hey, just you know, I'm not really into that anymore. So seasons change in your life, and God graduates you on to the next thing. Praise God. So I believe that God's got some new mantles for some of you that you're going to step into. Uh, it's just like a wardrobe, a new piece of clothing. It, you might not be sure what to think of it when you first put it on, but God knows what you like. And he knows how to give you something that's suited just for you. Yeah. And it's a new anointing, a new mantle, uh, something new from heaven. I believe it's going to be released into your life in this season. Praise God. All right, so 2 Kings chapter 2. We have the classic story of the prophet Elijah transferring his mantle over onto his servant Elisha. Verse 1, and it came to pass. When the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. So he's going to be picked up by a chariot that's on fire, pulled by horses on fire. What a way to go, right? Yeah. He still does that today. Mm. Still does that today. When Prophet Kenneth Hagin passed away in the year 2003, mm. uh, 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 one of his spiritual daughters was praying. And uh, somebody in there in the room, because only the family was there, uh, said he's about to pass, called the prophetess. The prophetess uh, was in prayer, but he passed 
before the phone call came. And, and uh, the Lord came to the prophetess and said, he's just come home to be with me. And she saw the chariot on fire, pulled by horses on fire, swing down over the hospital, pick up Brother Hagen and take him up. Mm. Then the phone call came in and said, he just passed. She said, I know, I just saw him leave the earth. Woo. Oh, by the way, Whoa. when he got up Woo. real high and the chariot was pulled yeah, up amen. real high, you know, the, you could see the curvature of the earth. Yeah. She was watching, the prophetess was watching him go up. She's seen this in the spirit. And his mantle fell off mm, and began on. to fall to the earth and shattered in the thousands and thousands Ooh. of arrows that went all over the world. Mm, come on. Went all over the world. Glory. And you see some that walk in a stronger uh, anointing that they picked up from Brother Hagin. But there, there are really thousands that are touched by his ministry that have a portion, a gifting of what was on his life is on them. Mm. Some of those ministries even sound like him. I mean, even talk his style yeah. and stuff like that. Praise the Lord. Yeah. And some ministers got a larger chunk. Keith Moore, Bishop Oyedipo, others, they just got a big chunk of that. But there were many around the world that were touched by that mantle. Can you say yes? Yes. Praise God. Okay, so verse 2. Then Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on the Bethel. And it's Tuesday night uh, in Spartanburg. And after all, don't expect anything really on a Tuesday night. <laughs> just stay home. After all, there's some good programs on TV tonight. You're young, but you still need your rest and your sleep. And I don't want you to be tired with too much ministry. <laughs> well, mm. uh-oh. I'll tell you right now, somebody somebody will miss it tonight. All tonight. right. They were supposed Come to on. Be and that something, that something else... Uh, of the world just said no just that some people miss it praise the lord that's right i've, I've literally told people i have a couple of friends i told them you're going to have an angelic visitation it'll happen in two weeks be ready mm -hmm. and one guy just weeping and crying told me he missed it because mm -hmm. he wouldn't he got he got the watch magazine in that came home from work and you know sometimes guys really get into like watches and stuff like that so uh he sat down in his chair after work he's tired but he saw the magazine in the mail and he takes the plastic off of it opens it up and starts reading it and the presence of god came into the room hmm. like i want to talk with you uh, an angel came into the room and you know what he did he said lord I just got my magazine. Just let me read it a little bit. Uh-oh. And he said before he knew it, he had read it for 45 minutes, sat it down and said, Now, Lord, speak whatever you want. Let mm. the angel of the Lord speak. And it was dead as it was just as dead as dead could be. Uh -huh. And you cannot you cannot make that come back around if you miss that. That's right. The Lord will revisit you, but only on his time. Yeah. He might let you just sit there for the next six months, just as dry as dry could be, so that the next time you respond. These are divine moments, divine initiatives. So you have to be hungry. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. Mm. Elisha says, the Lord lives. And as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. So you'll notice that there's going to be a downward descent. Really, they're going from Bethel. Then they're going to go to Jericho. Then they're going to go to the lowest place, Jordan. The Jordan is so low, it actually flows into the Dead Sea, the lowest place on the face of the earth. Mm. Unless you start doing spelunking and mining. Okay? But that's that's at the bottom level. The Dead Sea is so low, they actually have an extra ozone layer. Mm. And anybody, this is true, anybody that has eczema, you know the skin disease? Mm. Yeah. If you go to Israel and you go to the Dead Sea, you will automatically be healed. Wow. Why? They have a there there's something with the there's like a purple haze. You can only see it with ultraviolet light. That, that's there over the Dead Sea area. They have spas, they have resorts. People have come from all over the world to go to the Dead Sea to get healed from eczema. And you'll get healed, it only takes about a month. There's just one catch. 
In order to stay healed, you have to keep coming back. Mm. <laughs> and this is a perpetual ongoing money blessing uh, for that region of Israel. Uh -huh. But it, you will get healed because mm. there's things the sun does there with uh, layers in the atmosphere that doesn't exist in other parts. And it's the only place in the world that I know where that's at, that it works like that. So this is descent. They're going down. They're going down in elevation. But you have to also understand that this whole process for particularly uh, Elisha, who's going to receive the mantle, is one of humbling yourself before the Lord. Mm -hmm. So the Lord take you down. The Lord take you down, and he'll take you down. And he's really, he's looking at your heart. Mm -hmm. He's wanting you to have the right response to him. Praise God. Yes. I've flown all over the world, and for, for years and years and years, my wife would fly economy. And, you know, you get on a long flight to, like, India, you're looking at 17 hours, you know, connecting flights and stuff like that. And uh, But we've flown all over the places, long-haul flights, the longest one in the world, South, South Africa. We've done that one, too. But it would just almost end up, not only are we in a bad seat, we would be usually in the, in the worst seat of the worst <laughs> section of the plane. The very back seat, right next against the toilet. Mm. I got it again just recently. Yeah. And the, the back seat that's up against the toilet won't even go back. But the person right in front of you puts theirs back. Yeah. Praise God. I got <laughs> caught that one when flying domestically recently. Uh -huh. But praise God. I just learned to praise the Lord in all those Amen. times. And just thank you, Lord. And the, the further I went, it's like I went down. The, the, Lord, the Lord then suddenly came into my life. He sent an angel into my life. And the angel said, from this day on, any time that you travel international in the service of the Lord, uh, you're going you're gonna to fly business class. Amen. Okay? And so I've done that for uh, almost a decade now. Business class all over the world. All over the world. Praise God. Just over and over and over and over again. Now watch this. The Lord told me that he would not only do this for me. The Lord also said that, that he would cover it so that me, my wife, and my daughter, who was traveling at that time, we could all go business class. That's totally unheard of in the church world. That's right. That, 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 in other words, they invite you to come. Ministers, they'll pay my ticket. Economy. But there's nobody out there that's going to put up three business class tickets, especially when you're looking at international. And the Lord told me that angel right there will help you to do it. Amen. And I've done it for years and years and years all over the world. Why? Because the further I kept going down, I just kept praising the Lord. Amen. The more I got the bad seats, the more I got the rough treatment, the, the more I got the jet lag. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I praise you. Hallelujah. Now I get on the plane international, and the bed lies flat. The seat goes into a, a full bed. You sleep, you know, you eat and stuff like that. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's nice, praise God. But see, the mantle often comes after a descent. Mm. Do you see that? Yeah. So they are going down, down, down. He actually goes to the Jordan. You're, you're at the lowest point you could go. That's usually when the miracle happens. Mm. So you just need to be humbled. So sometimes God takes you through these things on purpose, and you can't get out of them. If you get out of it, you get out of the will of God. Come on. Mm. Come on. Mm. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before the Lord put me in the ministry uh, full time, I was in the plumbing field. Uh, Kelly's father was a master plumber, been a plumber for 35 years, and he's unsaved at that point. A good man, uh, you know, uh, raised in the Catholic Church and stuff <laughs> like that, but not born again. But uh, when I say also a good man, he could he could also cuss pretty good too. Yeah. <laughs> he could cuss and just go off on a tantrum and just he'd fly out that old Irish because he came over from Ireland. He was an uh, Irish immigrant. Boy, he could cuss. And um, and so uh, you know here I am, uh, you know working uh, on the plumbing field and at the same time on the weekends ministering and I'm kind of burning the candle at both ends. But I'm still I'm still you know working as a plumber. 
And uh, so he taught me plumbing and all that stuff. I did that for a while and enjoyed it. But um, every day at lunch, he'd want to go to Carl's Jr. <laughs> you know, it's cheap. You get the dollar burger, the dollar fry. And I'm just like, you know, McDonald's is better than Carl's Jr. Why don't we go to McDonald's? Why don't we go to In-N-Out? Why don't we go over here? Why don't we go anywhere but Carl's Jr.? <laughs> oh, 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 no, Stephen. We got to go to, you know, with that thick accent. We have to go to Carl's Jr., Stephen. You know, so we got to go to Carl's Jr. You know, you do that every day. Every day. Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. The, the, the hamburger tastes like something that was microwaved. Now, some people love it, but I, I never connected with the restaurant. The Lord bless them, but I just, I wasn't connecting with them. And the more I had to eat it, the less the connection was, was there. So, um, so uh, but I knew the Lord wanted me around him to witness to him. Amen. Not so much even by talking, but just the lifestyle. You know? yeah. So, um, uh, one day, though, I got in the flesh. I came around the lunchtime, and he goes, uh, well, you know, Stephen, where are we going to eat at? I said, well, uh, what's on your mind? Uh, he goes, Carl's Jr., let's go. And I said, I said, Bill, I can't do it today. I said, I, I, just, I, I was so burned out on that restaurant, the Carl's Jr., I said, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. I, I, we'll pick it back up tomorrow. I can't do it today. And when I said that, his whole countenance dropped. You know, his face dropped. He lost all of his joy and sad. Oh. And I get out the plumbing man, and he walks off the Carl's Jr. like this, and I walk off the McDonald's. There's, there's McDonald's here, there's Carl Jr. here. Don't get out of what God put you into. Okay. And so he's walking over there just totally, totally like wiped out because I won't eat with him. And I knew while I was walking the, the McDonald's that I had done something that grieved the Holy Spirit, but I didn't care. I wasn't going to eat that burger again. And I'm, I'm walking... This is in like, you know, Southern California, concrete jungle. There's no grass anywhere. There's not any trees anywhere. It's just buildings and, and metal and asphalt. As I'm walking towards McDonald's, a hornet comes and pow, stings me on the back of the neck. And God said, I give you a stinging rebuke for disobeying me. You get over the cross, Jr. right now and eat with him. I said, oh, God. <laughs> oh, I was rubbing my neck. My neck hurt so bad. That thing just buried his stinger into my neck. Woo, praise God. So sometimes you go down, down. And don't say, I'm out. I can't take it. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Because you can bail out. But you'll bail out of the will of God. Amen. Might as well just praise the Lord, right? Yeah. Swallow that burger. Praise God. I came back into the restaurant. Stephen, what are you doing? And he just lit up like a light bulb. Mm -hmm. And then one day, after all of those times of gently witnessing and trying to set the right one example, one day he gave his heart to Christ. Amen. One day he And that tough old cussing Irishman is now saved and washed with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So, you know, I, th I think the Lord looks at a lot of these things. These heart conditions. Yeah. You have to have the, the desire, but you have to also just go through the process. You know, the, the, this servant, Elisha, he's carrying the briefcase of the great man of God. You know, and in some ways it looks glamorous. The truth is, behind the scenes, it's just a lot of work. You know, that there, there is a blessing to it. There is, there is a, a grace to it. But at the same time, there's a lot of work with all of this. And uh, you'll even see that he's going to tell Elisha, you've asked for something very difficult. I want to talk about that in just a moment. But you see, they continue to go down. Each time he says to the servant, why don't you just stay back? You know, he's basically visiting what was known then as the schools of the prophets, making the rounds. And um, they'd have prophetic schools in different areas. You see that the prophet Samuel did that. Usually it would be a circuit. And you just kind of make the loop, 
you know, checking up on your Bible colleges, making sure everything's going the way that it should. And so the servant says, no, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to stay with you all the way. Now, verse 7. Fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water, and it was divided this way and that, so that they, the, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. What, what is a mantle really? It's a spiritual connection that God establishes that stretches even from generation to generation. Mm. Back in those days, sometimes they would wear the prophets would wear like an animal skin around their shoulder as an outward representation of the anointing of God that was upon their life. Sometimes it was on the, the representation was on the on the garment. Sometimes it would be a staff. I was in a meeting, this is a true story. Mm. I was in a meeting with all ministers. We had a luncheon and there, there's maybe 200, maybe 250 ministers in this luncheon. We're all there sitting there and somebody told me that a prophet, a special prophet was about to uh, show up and he was like from one of these like Navajo tribes or something like that. He was a he was an Indian, uh, a American Indian, and he was he was also a prophet, and he ministered within you know the, these tribes and stuff like that. Hardly ever goes into what we would you know call more of the evangelical type churches or whatever. Just stays on the tribes ministering to those people. But somebody told me he's showing up today, mm. and they said when he shows up you'll know him. He carries the staff, <laughs> and uh, so he uh, you know we're all eating our food and. And uh, I saw him come into the meeting, and he was dressed like, like he had just come off the reservation. He looked like a tribal chief, and he came with the staff that was about eight feet tall. And he walked into the room with it, and he walks, now watch this, he walks into the room, everybody stops eating, you, you, you see him, he stands out like sore throne, right? And he takes that staff and slams it down on the floor. And the moment he slams it down on the floor, all the sprinklers burst, and we all got rained on it was a release. It was a prophetic sign. No, don't worry about the, the water. We could clean things up and fix it all up. But sprinklers burst. Everybody got drenched. It was a sign of the outpouring of the Spirit. And he had a word associated with that. Praise God. So for him, it was in the staff, right? But it's, it's the mantle. It's the mantle. I believe God can uh, mantle you with authority, with power, with anointing from on high. Can you say yes? Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So again, uh, this is a person has the he has the power to take the blank check and sign his name to it, and you know what's good at the bank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when he says, Ask whatever you want, he, I mean, this, this is the guy that's got the king's ear. This is the guy that is the... The leading prophet in the nation, and you have to remember, fame in the right way is actually a covenant blessing. Mm -hmm. God told Abraham, I will make your name great. Mm -hmm. So fame can be associated with the covenant blessings of God. But Elijah was known even beyond the borders of Israel as a mighty prophet of the Lord. Mm, thank you, Jesus. So he says to the, the young man, Elisha, what is, it, what is it that you want? And he says, I want, I want double portion. In other words, the anointing that's on you, which was what? A prophetic anointing, okay? He said, I want that on me double. Praise God. Mm. My older brother is a physicist. Very smart. Belongs to the Mensa Society. You have to have a you know, super high IQ. Even in the Mensa Society, they think he's smart. <laughs> so he's very, very smart. But see, 
I don't need that. Because when I'm in the healing line, <laughs> I, can't, I can't say, brother, get ready for the anointing. Are you ready? Here it comes. E equals MC squared. Now take it. Take it. <laughs> that's not going to do it. That's not what I need. <laughs> I need. I need a different, different clothing, different empowerment. You see what I'm saying? So you have something also. You have something also. And God can touch you. Hallelujah. Mm. Yeah. So God touched Handel. God touched Spock. Many mm. of the great composers of history's past were deeply devout Christians that tapped into the glory realm. Matter of fact, when you read about Handel and Handel's Messiah, he wrote that because he was caught up to heaven and actually mm. heard the chorus, the chorus, the, uh, the hallelujah chorus. He heard that in heaven. Mm. And, you know, just you know, writing it down as fast as he can. Composing what he was hearing in the glory realm. And he used a lot of his money that he made off of that to get people out of debt or prison. Yeah. Who were just locked away for decades. Went and paid their debts off. Got whole families out. Because he used to be real poor. So now that he's got all this money pouring in. He's using that money to get people out of debtor's prison. Mm. Say, Lord, I'd like to do something like that. I think maybe we could touch on that a little bit tonight. Well, you've asked a hard thing. Why? Well, there's nothing too hard for God. The Lord told Jeremiah, there's, there's nothing too hard for me. Okay, so what's going on here with the, you've asked a hard thing? It's a package deal. Okay. He's saying, Elisha, you, you see my, my ministry. You saw me call the fire down. On Mount Carmel, we smoked the prophets of Baal and cut their heads off too. Praise God. What a nice thing. Chop suey. You see all of that. You see, the, you see the power. You see the anointing. You like it. It's a package deal though. Uh, Jezebel is included in the package deal. Uh -oh. She wants to take my head off. And so in other words, you take this. You cannot exempt yourself from the media. You cannot exempt yourself from the newspapers or the news that that just for whatever reason wants to make you a target. Oh. It says Jesus, they persecuted him without a cause. Yes. You don't you, you can live a clean, holy life, but mm -hmm. it's not that they misunderstood you. They just don't care. They don't like you because they see Christ in you. Mm. And so you're a target. Um, one minister who's specially called by the Lord to teach on the subject of finances said that there was a season in his life on, a, on one particular day where the criticism the, the, even even within the church against him really made him sad he said bishop he said i was so sad i started weeping and crying but he said while i was weeping and crying <laughs> about all the horrible things that are not true that were said about me while i was weeping and crying i got in my car and i drove to the bank and made another deposit <laughs> <laughs> Well, think about that, right? Think about that. Mm. Or Robert said a man came up to him one day and said, Dr. Roberts, I don't like you. Mm. I don't like what you stand for. <laughs> I don't like your style, and I don't like your hair. Mm. <laughs> but God told me to give you this money and threw it at him. Mm. Threw it at him. Yeah. And the man leaves. You know what Oral Roberts said he found out later? That man's money spent just as well as anybody else's did. <laughs> and I should you asked a difficult thing. Mm. And don't think if you get the package deal, don't think that that's not going to be included. Right. It will be included. Included. And if it's not, so now you're compromising, mm. and you won't you won't have the double portion. 
I think after the years and years I've taught on this subject, to me, it's actually startling how easy you can get a mantle. You have to be careful because you very well could get it. You may think, oh, no, there's no way. If God's in it, it's a lot easier than you think. And if it has a spiritual underlying purpose for the glory of the Lord, you're probably going to get it. And I, I, I mean that. I mean, I've been stunned by what I've seen. Mm. Amazing what God will do. Praise the Lord. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. He said, nevertheless, if you see me when I am taking from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened as they continued on to talk that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. Uh, I've, I've heard stories also of other people that were not even ministers, but that walked close with God that were also, they were also caught up in the same fashion. Chariot of fire pulled even by horses on fire. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So he goes up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and his horsemen. So he saw him no more, and he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him, went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan River. And he says, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? Strikes the water. The water splits this way and that. He crosses over it. And then the sons of the prophets say that the spirit of Elijah is now resting on Elisha. Say he passed a baton. Passed the baton. Mm. baton and he caught it. And in, in a relay race, in track and field, when you pass the baton, you've only got like a little box window area. Maybe it's 30 feet. You, you, if you go out of that area, you're disqualified. So, you, you know, you just cost your whole team. Uh, and that's been very frustrating for the USA men's track team. It seems like they can't get the baton around, even if they're, I, I don't know, I think you got Usain Bolt, Usain Bolt uh, running next to you makes everybody nervous. So nevertheless, we can never give him a good challenge because we're not getting the baton. Uh, passed around but you know what you've got to hand it off in the right time and so he passes it on he passes it on and he gets it and now he's running now it should have been elijah elisha gehazi okay mm -hmm. as you know the story gehazi who was the servant of elisha ends up getting uh, disqualified because he ran after the name in the leper and got some money and got some clothing, but he lied and he misrepresented the prophetic ministry. And uh, it was very dangerous what he did, actually. And he was disqualified from uh, receiving that mantle. But if you look, you'll see that Elisha actually got the double portion. If you count the miracles in the Bible that Elijah did, he did eight miracles that are recorded. He probably did a whole lot more than that, but there's eight that's recorded. And if you look at the ministry of Elisha, he did 16 that are recorded. Praise God. Now, these are also men that lived a long time. Elisha's prophetic ministry, not his age, but his prophetic ministry alone lasted at least over 55 years. Isn't that nice? Yeah. So you need to be into whatever God's called you to do for the long haul. Mm, thank you, Jesus. God's going to do some wonderful things in your life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I think sometimes these things you can just, uh, you don't even know God's up to it sometimes. But it's the plan of God for your life and the purpose that he has for your life. You know, there was this, um, there's this young man named Reinhard Bonnke years back. Anybody ever heard of Reinhard Bonnke? The great evangelist, particularly to the continent of Africa. And uh, he's come out recently and, and gave a little more information about the mantle that came on him. But he said he was only 21 years old. 
He had just finished college and he knew that God was calling him as a missionary, uh, particularly to Africa. He's very excited about that. So he's leaving college and he's traveling back home to Hamburg, Germany. On the way, he has a layover in London. And while he's in London, he's got, he's got time in between, like a whole day before the next flight. So he thinks, I'd like to go and do some sightseeing while he's in London. Doesn't know anybody in London or anything like that. And he thinks, well, I, you know, um, I don't really hardly have any money except for just like a, you know, some coins. So I'll use that to get on the double-decker bus and just kind of like ride around town. Because it's real cheap. So he just started riding around the city. And he did that he said, for a few hours. And he thought, you know, I, I think I'd just like to get out and walk around and stretch my legs out. And he's not, he's not thinking of anything except he just wants to see London, right? So he gets off the bus and he said he's walking around an area of London he's never been to before. He's never been to London before. And he ends up walking over in towards a residential area. And now he's walking down the street. He's never walked down. And something caught his eye. It was, a, it was the door of a house and it had, it had a plate on, on it by the front. And it said, George Jeffries. Mm. He thought, no, it can't be. The great George Jeffries, the mighty evangelist that shook England with Pentecostal fire, that packed out Prince Albert Hall and had overflowing crowds that worked in signs and wonders and miracles. I heard about him in Bible school, but I thought he was dead. He goes, it can't be George Jeffries. There must be a hundred Jeffries in England. It's a common name, and George is a very common name. Oh, it couldn't be. But something said, just check. <laughs> so he goes and he goes up to the door, knocks on the door. And a lady answers the door. And he said she filled up the whole area of the door. Okay. <laughs> he says, ma'am, is this the home of the famed world evangelist George Jeffries who shook the United Kingdom with the power of God? She said, yes, it is. She, he said, May I see him? I've heard so much about him. May I see him? She said, no. <laughs> and way back in the distant part of the house, there came a voice, a very low voice, and it said, let him in. Wow. Mm. She moved out of the way, let him in, and down the stairs comes the great evangelist himself, who's still alive, dressed in perfect position with a beautiful suit as if he knew something was about to happen that he was going to meet. He comes down and uh, Brother Bunky says, I've heard so much about you and I've heard all these amazing stories about you and I just wanted to meet you in person, wasn't even sure if it was you. And George Jeffries asked Brother Bunky to kneel down and for the next 30 minutes poured blessing into him. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you with all that I have. I bless you. And he said he left the house 30 minutes later like drunk. <laughs> like, Lord. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just trying to go on a bus tour. And he, he said, Lord, what was all about that? What was, what was all that about? And the Lord said, the Holy Spirit was your bus driver. Ooh. And he's yours too. Yeah, come on. And I believe you're in a new season. You're about to get a new one too. Hallelujah. You're about to get a new mental. Yes. You're God. of the Spirit. Mm. See, when the monkey was already called, already had an anointing, already had the fire, but he needed the baton to be, be passed. So he, he leaves London, 
uh, I think maybe like that night or the next day, then continues his trip by train to Hamburg, Germany, gets there, right? Harbuckey's father calls him and says, did you just hear the news? Mm. George Jeffrey just died. Wow. wow. And two days before, he's passed, passing the baton, laying hands on him, imparting the mantle. And Brother Bumpty said, I realized what had happened, I'd gotten the mantle. Praise God. Mm. I'd read these stories in the Bible. Elijah, Elisha, Moses, Joshua, Paul, <laughs> Timothy. Paul called Timothy his son. That's right. I'm like, Lord, there's something going on. There's a connection of impartation being passed. I said, Lord, I don't think I've ever had anything like that. I think I've had some, some very good influence, some godly influence, but I don't think I've ever had something like that. I, I'd like to have something like that. And uh, I began to seek the Lord for what we would call a mantle. Wasn't even really sure, maybe, what to even ask for. I'm kind of glad I didn't, because God knew more than I did, and you knows a whole lot better than I do. And so two years went by, consistent praying. I'm not praying every day about it, but just, you know, pretty often bringing it up before the Lord. Lord, by the way, I'm still studying on mentals, and I'd like <laughs> to get a mental from you from heaven. And so time goes by. For I knew it, two years had gone by. Say two years. Two years. It's a long time, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Well, two years go by, and uh, one, one evening before I went to bed, I said, Lord, I said, can I have a little talk with you? Just talking to you from my heart. I said, Lord, I've been asking you for a mantle for two years, and I'm, I'm not complaining. All I'm saying is that if you've done something, I certainly don't know it. But I'm still asking you to give me a mantle, because I don't think I've ever had a mantle before. I said, Lord, put something on me like the prophet had put on him. And that night, I went to sleep. And that night, I had a visitation from the Lord. I had, a, I had a vision. The Lord came and lifted me up and took me up. And my body's still, still there in the house. But my spirit went up, and I went up, I went up into the area that's called the second heaven. And that, that's if you're out on a nice day, you look up, you see the airplane flying overhead, maybe 30,000 feet. You see the jet flying up there. Uh, Actually, in that area is where Satan has his strongholds at. Yeah. And there's fortresses all over the world where there's these different satanic strongholds. Mm -hmm. And if you could see it in the spirit realm, you, you could see them. So I was taken up into the spirit realm, the second heaven area, and I was placed by the Lord behind a large outcropping of rocks. And I could look down and see a valley. And I saw evil spirits marching around something. It was an enemy camp. And they were guarding something. And these were these were ferocious looking demons. They they maybe 12 feet tall, spears probably 18, 21 feet tall, with real evil looking dagger points on the end, and uh, mean, mean looking uh, spirits. Uh, and then then two uh, like dark demons that had big wings that looked like bats with talons and real sharp talons out on the end. They were flying overhead. So it's being guarded by an army marching around it. And over the head, there's two big black type demons that are patrolling the airwaves. And I, I just thought, Lord, I would really like to see what they're protecting. Must be something of great value. And as I was thinking that, two angels of the Lord, they had wings. They were solid white in color. They flew over the top of me and came down into that valley. And circle around that camp like that real fast. And just stirred those evil spirits into a frenzy of anger. And then the two angels took off. 
And when they took off, the evil spirits were so angry they took off in pursuit after the angels. Mm. And now the whole camp is left unguarded. And the word of the Lord came to me and said, go quickly. Those are my two decoy angels. Go quickly. They had cleared the whole camp out. Wow. And I ran. <laughs> I ran down the hill. <laughs> and I ran. And I ran. <laughs> to something that startled me. There's a stack of clothing. I thought they were guarding a stack of clothing. I saw hats, gloves, scarves, boots, mm. cowboy boots, medical boots, things doctors put over their mouths, you know, the surgeons to dress. I saw, I saw all kinds of stuff, ministry type clothes. I saw all kinds of stuff in there. And it was dense. It was packed. So dense. There could have been millions mm. of garments in there. I said, Lord, I said, Lord, what is this? The Lord said, these are unclaimed mantles. Mm. Many of my saints came home with me, but they didn't pass the mantle on. They, they dropped the baton. And so many of these have been captured by the enemy. All mm. those here in the stack have been captured by the enemy. Wow. Many, he said, have lain dormant for a long, wow. long time. And I somehow knew there was one for me in there. Yeah. If you're in the spirit, just go for it, right? Yeah. Lean in. Yeah. And I struck... <laughs> My left hand in there as far as I could. I stuck my hand so far in the pile, I, my, my whole arm is buried in the pile. I'm left-handed. I guess if I'd been back in the old days, I'd been the tribe of Benjamin. It says they all could swing the stone with the left hand. Hallelujah. I've been there feeling around. And I had it. And I grabbed it. I couldn't see it. I could Just like that. And I yanked it out and held it up. I said, that's very interesting. It was a blue sweatshirt. <laughs> blue representing the prophetic. Wow. Sweatshirts. I used to, I was driving at that time all over the country in a motorhome. And I just thought, actually, that was, the motorhome was a little bit later. But going into that, all the driving and things like that, even later, I just wear sweatshirts. Wow. You know, because it's comfortable if you're driving long, long distance. And I, I, uh, I said, Lord, it's beautiful. And I took it and put it on. It pushed my arms to the sleeves, pulled it down over my head. It's perfect fit. And the Lord said, that mantle was worn by a previous trusted prophet of mine. His name was St. Columba. Hmm. And the Lord said, that's his mantle. Now, if you read about him in church history, he lived on an island off the coast of Scotland. And he raised up a monastery. Mm. Mm. God has something you need. Amen. Amen. It's pertaining to your calling, your career field. We're all different. Only 15% of the people get called in the full-time ministry. Mm. So what happens to the other 85? God's got something for you. Amen. Special. Amen. Special. Amen. Mm. You can still be in the things of God, but you have to go to work. Mm -hmm. So he's got something for you. <laughs> mm. Now, I was spending time... I, I, I began to walk in that mantle. He was known for angelic visitations. Mm. And it began to explode in my life. It began to just pour out of me. I could see I would have angelic visitations. I wrote a book on angels. Gone, and it went all over the world. And God blessed them. I never had that before. Mm -hmm. I never had stuff like that ever before in my life. Ever. Mm. And God gave it to me through one divine encounter. I got a mantle. Tell the person on your left, something's going to come on you. Tell the person on the other side, it'll be a perfect fit for you. 
Uh, the fragrances of the Lord are beginning to move now. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Years later, I was, um, I was spending some time with Dr. Wade Taylor. He was a good friend of mine. He's in heaven now. And uh, Wade was a very spiritual man, wrote some very well-known books that were like what you would call like devotional type books, books that you read them and it just makes you want to pray. And uh, he was a very nice guy. But the first time I ever met Dr. Taylor, I talked to him just for about 20 seconds. He said, next time you're in Washington, D.C., he said, come by and see me. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. Didn't know me or anything. So a few months later, we were in D.C. I said, hey, I'm passing through the area. He goes, let's go have a meal together. And so I met him. And this, this man is, you know, he was highly esteemed by many people in the, uh, in the body of Christ, particularly the prophetic circles, because he was real quiet. He was like E.F. Hutton. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't say anything. But if he said something, everybody listened. You'd almost have to pull out of him, though. He's very, very humble. I, one time I said, I said, Wade, I hear that you're such a humble man. He said, yes, I'm very proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> he always, the, the gears are turning real sharp all the time. Just joking. Uh, but um, he said, Let, let's, go, let's go eat. So we went to the restaurant. We ate. And I, so I'm meeting this person I've heard a lot about, but I don't know anything about. He, he knows nothing about me. And so we have a meal for about 45 minutes. And he's asking questions about me. You know, what do you do? Tell me about your ministry, stuff like that. And then when we're done, he goes, he goes, okay, good, we're done. He goes, let's go out uh, to, to one of our vehicles and sit down and pray. He, and he said, let's go to your car. Your car looks more anointed. So we went to my car. Okay. So uh, I'm sitting up front. He's sitting in the front passenger seat. Kelly's sitting in the back. And um, I didn't know what to do. I said, well, I'll just pray something. So I prayed for like 20 seconds. And I just felt like uh, nothing's really happening here. I just stopped praying. I said, well, in Jesus' name, amen. He said, good. <laughs> he said, no, I'm going to pray. He said, Father, in the name of Jesus, I lay hands on Stephen. And he put both of those big hands on me. And he said, I now transfer my mantle to Stephen. And also the mantles that I've gathered over the years, I transfer the mantle of Walter Buechler, John Collette, and Ivan Spencer. I, tra I transfer them on Stephen now. And he goes, okay, goodbye, and got out of the car and left. <laughs> this is a man in his 80s. You know, when you're 80, you just, who cares what people think? And, um, I, and he left, I felt like I was drunk. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what had happened. I was like, Lord, what in the world was that all about? But see, what God has for you is what you need. Okay, St. Columba started a monastery. Wade Taylor started a prophetic school of ministry. Walter Butler was a dean of a prophetic school. Ivan Spencer raised up a world-class Pentecostal Bible college. Mm -hmm. And uh, all of the men, all of them are associated. They all have to do with ministry anointing, raising up a work of the Lord. And that's something that is coming for me. Glory to God. God's already told me all about it. But it's timing. Okay? You have to wait on the Lord for timing for these things. But He has impartation into your life. Woo! Glory to God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. We just might have one of the world's first Pentecostal monasteries. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Still come, even if you're married. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Some interesting things are cooking in the spirit realm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I believe that God wants to do something special. Um, one time I was in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I was sitting on the front row, and I was about to go up and preach. 
the pastor said, he said, we're going to sing one more song before we bring Brother Stephen up. Okay? <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and because I'm coming to preach, the word had gotten out. Sometimes he talks about mantles, so if you come to the meeting, there's some, you know, no telling what might happen with the mantle. So some people had came. Uh, there were some people there that I'd never seen before. They told me that, that a, a minister had come, a guest minister that had come also, but, I, but these were people I didn't know. And so I'm just sitting on the front row, and the pastor says, we're going to sing one more song. We're going to bring uh, Brother Stephen up. So I'm just sitting there thinking, well, about four minutes, I'll go up there and preach a nice message, and uh, we'll have a nice meeting, praise the Lord. So I'm, I'm just worshiping the Lord. And while I'm sitting there, I, I start seeing out of the back of my head, Welcome to the spirit world. Hallelujah. <laughs> You're going to like it. Trust me. I can see out of the back of my head. I can see the doors. See those doors back there? That church had a double door right in the center. I'm sitting here looking this way. I can see in the back. And Jesus walks through the door. He walks through the door. And there's a lady walking with him. And they're walking right down the aisle. They're walking right down the aisle. And I'm still looking this way. But in the spirit, I can turn around and I can see Jesus. And he smiled at me, and I smiled at him. And the moment I saw the lady with him, I knew exactly who she was. Mm. When you get to heaven, you don't have to learn names. It's just, you just know. You just know. I can't explain how. It's, that's just the way it is. And walking next to Jesus was Joan of Arc, the great uh, patron saint of France. And the Lord stopped right there, and I knew exactly what he was going to do. The Lord walked with that with Joan of Arc and went over here to where this this prophetess was sitting and they went back behind her and they stood right there. And then the pastor says, let's bring up Brother Stephen now. So I walk up to the pulpit and ready to preach my message and, I, and this is what I did. I said, this lady right here, I said, I don't know who you are but the Lord tells me that right now in this meeting you are receiving the mantle of Joan of Arc. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Praise mm -hmm. God. Now, 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 listen. You want something, be careful. You can have it. Mm -hmm. And now, now I go into my message, release that anointing, that mantle, and preach my message, get done, and go back to the back afterwards to sit down and relax. The person running the cameras, who traveled all over the country filming large prophetic conferences, the person running the cameras afterwards said, he said, Brother Stephen, he said, did you know who that was you prophesied over? I said, I don't know. I've never met her in my life, never even seen her in my life. He goes, well, I know her. I just filmed her conference last week. Her conference was called the Joan of Arc Anointing. <laughs> I shared that story one time in another church. And one of the, there was a prophet that had flown out from California to get into the meeting. He said, he said, Stephen, I know her. She's one of my best friends. She has a stained glass picture in her house of Joan of Arc. So the Holy Spirit just, just nailed it. I, I'm telling you, God can put something on you. Yeah. And come on you. I really believe something can come on you tonight. Amen. Just pull, pull with me in the Spirit. Thank you. Praise God. Yes. I was, um. I was in Israel uh, one time with Brother Sadu. Brother Sadu, of course, will be here tomorrow night. And I was, I was sitting on the front row because I was one of the guest speakers. But, you know, this is the last night and the last person is speaking. That night it was actually Prophet Vincent. He has a wild anointing when he's in the spirit. He, he has an uh, amazing anointing. 
So uh, Prophet Vincent is up there from India. He's up there preaching. And I'm sitting over here. And my wife's sitting next to me. And then on my right was the uh, apostle Neville Johnson from Australia. Mm -hmm. Praise God. And so I'm just sitting there while the prophet is up there preaching away. And we're in Jerusalem, Israel. The place is packed out. Uh, real, just you feel the power of God in the meeting. And so I'm sitting there watching the preaching. We've having a good conference. He's really preaching away. And I'm sitting there and it suddenly felt like oil is being poured on my head. And then it went from oil being poured on my head to it felt like white flakes were coming off my head. I do my hair like that. Now all the all y'all sitting behind me, and that's why it was in the service. So I'm trying to do this, no profile. And I'm telling Kelly, it feels like flakes. Did I have a case of dandruff that just broke out? Flakes coming off my head, like white flakes. She goes, no, no, I know. But then oil just going all over my head. It felt like it was coming all over my face. Uh, it was manifesting in the natural sun, but spiritually, I just felt like somebody was standing behind me pouring oil over all over my head. I told Kelly, somebody's pouring oil on my head. Now, I'm trying to figure all this out while he's preaching and everybody else sitting behind me. And I, so I, I elbowed the apostle next to me. I said, I said, Brother Neville, I said, some strange things are going on in the meeting. Right now. I said, somebody's pouring oil on my head. He goes, oh, so he said, some strange things are going on, all right. He said, I was sitting here next to you. And he said, suddenly I was caught up into the second heaven. He said, just before I went up, I looked over my back, my shoulder. I, he said, I saw wings pop out of my back. And up I shot into the second heaven. And I saw the black palace of, of Ashtaroth, the spirit of lust. It was, up, it was up there in the air. I could see the planning and scheming against the servants of God that they were conducting there at that evil headquarters. And he said, I just came back from there. His spirit had gone up and come back. So the preacher, he finishes his message. And he says, I'd like to lay hands on people. And they begin to bring them up by the hundreds. They're bringing people up by the hundreds to line them up. And the usher made a mistake and grabbed us speakers and stuck us up there right in front. Normally, the, you know, we're the ministers. We're here. The, we're, we don't need that. But the usher, I guess, got divinely confused, grabbed my wife and me and devil and just pulled us up, stuck us right there in the front. So that means we're going to get laid hands on. And we're going to just see what happens. Mm -hmm. So we're standing there. And here comes the prophet. He's coming down the line, laying hands on people. Laying hands on people. Now watch this. You're going to get, you're going to get a mantle. Okay. Laying hands on people. Comes down the line. And there's, there's power. There's power moving. And he gets to Neville before me. He gets to Neville. And he says, thus says the Lord, in this meeting, the Spirit of God has given you wings. That you might ascend up into the second heaven and see the strategy of the enemy and pray against it to foil the enemy's plan. Wow. He's not, he's not talking to me. I'll tell you, he's in the Spirit. Yeah. And then he, gets, he did get this in front of me. And he says, thus says the Lord. The Lord shows me that in this service, the prophet Elijah has been standing behind you the whole time, pouring oil on your head. He came all the way from heaven to visit the land of Israel, to come into that meeting, and he's pouring oil on my head in the service. That's for the anointing of the working of miracles. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. So some of you need to go to Israel. Some yeah, mantles you can only get if you go to Israel. Mm. I was talking to a, a gentleman a little while back. I said, how many times have you been to Israel? 
He said 118 times. I said, I'm not even going to tell you. I can't even tell you how many times compared to that. I don't even want to bring it up. <laughs> Amen. But, but God can make a way. If you're here tonight and you want, if you've never gone to Israel and you want to, stand up. If you have gone and you want to go again, stand up. Praise God. Because <clears throat> you're never going to really understand the unfolding of the end time events without a knowledge of what is taking place in the Holy Land. Praise God. Okay. Slip your hands. Father, you see every hungry heart. Everybody with their hands raised. Let Now lift your hands high. Let a mantle to go to Israel come on them now with anointing and power, provision, finances, and favor, and time off of work that they can go. Let the money come supernaturally so they can know that it is you. In the name of Jesus, it's done. Amen. 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 Tell the person next to you, I got something. You may be seated. Yeah. Get your passport if you don't have it. Get your passport. It's just $120. Find it somewhere. Get your $120. That way, if not, not if, but when that moment comes, you are ready. You are ready. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, we give you praise tonight. Hallelujah. Lord is really, really good. Yes, Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Uh, God can give you some unusual mantles. Uh, I'm, I'm highly drawn to the Catholic saints because of their deep walk with God. Not because I agree with their doctrine. Mm -hmm. Some of the things I don't agree with. But you, you can have kooky doctrine and still have a phenomenal walk with God. See, we come into the unity of the faith. I don't know if we're ever going to come into the unity of the doctrine until Jesus comes back. That's right. He's teaching literally from, uh, you know, the Mount of Olives, I, you know, in Jerusalem and, and during the millennium. But we can still come into the unity of faith. Is that correct? Amen. Praise God. But I really love the Catholics, the Catholic saints. And I was ministering last year in, in France, just a few miles away from where Joan of Arc lived when she was a girl. And I was ministering in this beautiful cathedral. I mean, th these things are just like... You think, how in the world do they build stuff like this? And so this, this church was 700 years old. And uh, it, it was just beautiful. Like what we saw up high, maybe about 15 feet up high, all these vases, mm -hmm. beautiful vases. I, I asked the priest later, I said, hey, um, what's in all of those vases? He said, ancient relics of the saints. Mm -hmm. I said, let's get a ladder. <laughs> we didn't have time. I wanted to open them up. You never know. You might have find some, find a Saint Peter's bones in there or something like that. <laughs> I was in India. You go to India, where close by where Brother Sadu lives. You can go to the to the grave site, to the tomb site where the Apostle Thomas is buried. If you really want to, you can see his heel bone. They got in there. His heel. Spiriting through mm. by the pagan priest who didn't like his teachings, <laughs> killed him, and he's buried there today. Uh, really, when it comes to the uh, the apostles and their ministry, we know a lot more about Peter and Thomas than the others. But Thomas, we have a lot of information on. Mm -hmm. mm, 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 mm. Well, I'm in this Catholic church, and I'm preaching in a Roman Catholic church as a Pentecostal, fire-spitting, evangelical preacher. <laughs> mm, if you're sick, come now, and Jesus will heal you with his power. And the priest calls them forward. Come forward to receive. And, uh, and I'm, I'm praying for people. We're having a good time in Paris, France. And then after the service, 
One of the evangelical missionaries with strong American support, fluent in French and English, who's labored for years and years in the land of France, which is called the eldest daughter of the church. He says, how in the world did you get in here and be able to preach in a Catholic church? We can never, ever do something like that. Yet you just come in here and preach in this holy church. How in the world did you do it as a mantle? Amen. That's right. I got a letter in my desk in my office from the Pope's right hand man that says you can come to the Vatican anytime you want. Hallelujah. The only problem is the letter is a little bit dated. The letter was when Pope John Paul was the Pope. And, uh, uh, the, uh, maybe they'll still let it work. Uh, I have the letter of documentation. We'll just have to see what Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. See what you're attracted to, God anoint you in that area. Amen. He'll give, give you a mental. Praise the Lord. That's right. We had a nice Padre time Pio. We in, um, in Paris. Mm. Beautiful city. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, found it, you know, almost uh, almost 2,000 years ago. But really, the, the man that God used to make that become a beautiful city and become a very special city was the, the man that was known as the first bishop of Paris, mm. St. Denis. Anybody want St. Denis a mantle? Ooh. Oh, don't raise your hands just yet. Right, right. Oh, man, he's a very <laughs> holy man. But you've asked a difficult thing, my brother. Mm. <laughs> Praise Come on. Ooh. Deliberation before signing the contract. Mighty, mighty apostle. Read the contract. Uh, these were men that were sold out for the Lord. He goes to Paris, goes to France, starts preaching, starts preaching, and the pagans didn't like him. Mm. Finally, they said, we've had enough of old St. Dennis. We're <laughs> going to put an end to his preaching, his whatever all this stuff is about a resurrected Christ. We're going to put an end to him. And they took him, captured him, and cut his head off. Mm. And the head flopped on the ground. <laughs> and he reached over and picked it up. Mm. And turned around and walked out. Woo! With his head. Wow. Walked and walked and walked. He carried his own. Finally came to a place, thought it was a good place to stop, and then <laughs> got a shovel and dug his own gravesite. He said, I had to set his head down while he did it. Okay? And then after he dug the gravesite, put his head back on, got into the, uh, the gravesite, <laughs> laid down, and died. True story. Mm. True story. Amen. You, you lay down a sacrifice like that. Something mighty is raised up. And you can go to Paris today. You can visit the church of St. Denis. There he is right there walking around by his head. Wow. See, truth can always mm. outdo fiction. Right. Pastor Stephen, you need to read the, the story of the headless horseman. No, just read the Bible. <laughs> church history. And not do anything the old devil can do. Yes. Hallelujah. If you gave me 20 minutes in my office, and sat down with me in my office, gave me 20 minutes, I could give you almost... A hundred people that the same thing happened to, St. Dennis. That's right. Chop the head off, pick it up, not done yet, walk around. Mm. Just indestructible until God says, now it's time. Come mm. on. Just Come on. I'll give you, I'll give you right. people Glory. in church history that's happened to. Woo! What is that? A supernatural wonder. Mm. Make people wonder, ooh, ooh, <laughs> I think we just killed a holy man. Uh-oh. So, you know, God, mm. this is what the Lord's going to do. Before the Lord comes back to take the church. The time frame is highly debatable, as you know, in the church. But we all know there is eventually a catching up. Yeah. 
Okay, I, I just believe before it gets nasty and ugly, there is the catching up, okay? And so, so here's the thing. Before that happens, every mantle mm. is going to be dropped on the end time church. Yeah. Every single thing Praise is going to be empty. Every wardrobe of heaven is going to fall upon the end time church. And you're going to see giftings and talents and anointings, some of it new, some of it old, some of it a thousand years old. You're going to see stuff coming out that's just, that just is awesome what God is going to do. Mm. I believe that the end time church is going to be a prophetic church because John the Baptist was one person who said prepare the way of the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. One man getting ready for getting the people ready. But in the end times on a global platform, the church will be a corporate John the Baptist saying get ready. Yeah. He's coming back soon. Hallelujah. Make your way, make the way straight, make your life right, get your heart right. So it's a prophetic church, but it's also an apostolic church because of the mantling. Why? Because out of the fivefold ministry, uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, it's very interesting because the thumb represents the apostle. Okay? The, this finger, which is the pointing finger, that represents the prophet. The middle finger, which is the longest one, mm -hmm. usually represents the evangelist who has the furthest reaching type ministry to get the lost and all. Then you have the other finger, which is the pastoral finger, which is the one that's usually closest to the sheep, also the ring finger. Mm. You have the one that's the easiest to get into your ear, which is the teaching ministry. Is that's that right? good. Okay. But which one touches them all? The thumb. Yes. So the apostle awesome. can wear multicolored hats. Amen. The apostle can pastor. The apostle can teach. The apostle can prophesy. The, the, he, he has his primary strength, but he can, he can do a little bit of all of it. That's the entire church. Woo! Yeah. Glory! Of many colors. Mm. Beautiful anointings. You need more than one. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need something new. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm. Oh, glory. Glory. Very, very quickly, one more story. One more. Um, I was in Taiwan mm. ministering on the beautiful, in the beautiful country. It's like a large island. Uh, and really, China is rooted out of Taiwan. The government leaders of, chi of, of China, if they want to trace the origins of Chinese history, guess where they have to go? The Taiwan. That's the birthplace, primarily, of the Chinese people. And all the most ancient documents are actually kept in Taiwan. It's a very beautiful nation. Uh, uh, it's called Formosa, the beautiful island. Mm -hmm. Been there different times. I was ministering once in Taiwan, way out in the back, away from the cities. The whole stick was way back out in the country. And we're like in this area where all the believers can come together. And people would come into the meeting from all over Southeast Asia. They would even come from China. And so what the Chinese visitors would have to do because, you know, they're only on, like they would leave and go on like a tour. It would be called the tour. They would jump off the tour bus and slip into our meetings secretly because they knew we were having these meetings. So we had people from all over the Asian world in these meetings. Holy Spirit was moving very, very wonderfully. And so I, I felt, uh, you know, when I ministered to them, because a lot of them were ministers, I've got to give them something so that when they go back, they have something they can chew on, something that will strengthen them spiritually. That's and so right. I'm, you know, getting prepared. And I'm in, the, uh, I'm in this room that the host has put me in. This, even out of this, this like resort type place that he took us to out in the country, it had, it had some very nice rooms, but he put me in the most, one of the most beautiful suites I've ever stayed in my life. It was, it was probably bigger than a house with a granite flooring and bathrooms all over the place. And it was just, it was just mind boggling beautiful. 
Bishop reminds me of your of your private table back there in the back for the guests. Just everything, just gorgeous. And even at night, when you stayed in this this certain room, if you stayed in this room, which is where I stayed, you can choose your pillow. They had pillows that the ancient Chinese emperors had slept on. I, ch I chose one that was about 1,600 years old. It felt hard as a rock, but I thought it would be something special. Amen. I had a dream about samurais and swords. I don't know why. That Praise God. But I had a mighty visitation from the Lord the next day while I was in that suite praying, getting ready for the meeting. What took place is I, I'd been on my knees for hours in the bathroom. Had this whole large suite. Yep. But I, out of all this room, I went to the bathroom to retreat to the most quiet place uh, in, there on the property in the whole room. So I'm in the bathroom praying, just praying and praying. And, you know, granite is really hard to kneel on, praise the Lord. You know, after a while, I put a tile down or something. But I just kept seeking God, praying and praying. And after several hours uh, of spending time with the Lord, this angelic being came into the room. Came into the bathroom. This was a rather large bathroom, but he came in there, and he's hovering off the floor, about three feet off the floor. And he's completely bronze mm -hmm. from head to toe. He is absolutely 100% bronze in color. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Inter interesting. And he said, my name is Boaz. Mm -hmm. And he said, I have 3,000 angels that work beneath me. And I'm their commander. Sent here. He's, of course, he's sent by the Lord. But he has a, he has a squadron of 3,000 angels that work below him. And he said, my primary assignment from Jesus, the head of the church, is to provide provision for ministers who have assignments from God that mm. need to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And he said, I have been on the earth since the Bronze Age. Wow. I thought that's very fitting. That matches your color. <laughs> and he's talking, there was so much power and radiance of God coming off this angel. It was amazing. It was a, it was a, it was a very high-ranking angel. Just tremendous power coming off of him. And can I show you something in the Bible real quick? Yeah. I go to the book of Ruth. Mm -hmm. Ruth chapter 2. Mm. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Are you having a good time tonight? Just after the book of uh, Judges, Joshua, Judges, and then Ruth. Ruth chapter 2, verse 1. There was a relative of Naomi's husband, a man of great wealth. Say, great wealth. Great wealth. Of the family of Elimelech. His name was what? Boaz. Boaz. What does Boaz mean in Hebrew? It means strength. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's, he has strength and he has great wealth. So he's strong finances. Strong finances. And so what this angel was saying is that he has the ability to release Boazes into the lives of people. Praise God. Let me say something else. God's going to make some of you a Boaz. Praise God. You're going to be a kingdom contributor. Amen. A kingdom contributor. Oh, I'm telling you, you have no idea the kind of mantle you can get. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Oh, my I was at a minister's conference. Some of the pastors were excited. They were over in the corner talking. <laughs> I went over. I said, what's going on? They said, did you just hear the testimony about Pastor so-and-so? I said, no. They said, well, uh, you know, he was, he was preaching just recently at his church. Only about this happened. They said like two weeks earlier. And uh, he had already talked with the elders. They'd already planned it all out. 
They were going to announce on that Sunday morning the launch of a new building fund, a campaign to raise funds for a new sanctuary. And they had it planned out for several years. So it's a big undertaking, big commitment. So that Sunday morning, that pastor goes before the congregation, covers the basic announcements, and then he says, um, I'd like to share something very special. We're going to launch officially into a new uh, $3.2 million building project. I want everybody to know about it. We have a we have a model, 3D model built of the sanctuary that we're going to build, and we've got all the plans. We want to tell you all about it. So we're going to start explaining to you the, the budgeting process, how we're going to save money and give special offerings so we can pull the money in. It's a $3.2 million project. And a man held his hand up. And the pastor's trying to preach around me, but he kept his hand up. And uh, finally, the pastor said, yes, did you have a question? He said, oh, he said, pastor, just go on to your next topic. He said, I've got that covered. Mm. He goes, what? Yeah, I said, oh, I'll just go on to your next announcement. I'll just write a check. i got it covered. Go on. And one we'll check it was over before it ever started. Praise oh, God. It was over before it started. $3.2 million. The best part, the check cleared. <laughs> So the Lord told me through that visitation, there's different ways for financial strength in the ministry. Yeah. Now, I want to talk ministry just for a moment. Luke chapter 8, verse 2. Jesus had Mary. He had, well, let's just take a look at it. This will help very quickly. You have to have a structure. Luke chapter 8. I want you to see it with your eyeballs. Luke chapter 8, verse 2. Thank you, verse 2. Yep. Let's start in verse 1. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary, called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod Stewart, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him for uh, from their what? From their substance. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you have Jesus... You got 12 full-time apostles on staff. You have a team of 70 others going two by two all over the nation, setting up meetings before you get there, plus their ministry. So he has a very large team, and the largest ministry in Israel. Okay, But there's support. You have to have support to keep that engine running. Had three very powerful female Boazes. And many others. You need a $15 offering. They're all sacred. They're all important. But the Lord told me, he said, it's not necessary to have 80,000 ministry partners. Now, if you have that, that's wonderful. But only certain people maybe can get that through television exposure. And, you know, even with that, you know, it takes a lot of, a lot of um, you know, praying and stuff like that. But the Lord said, that, that doesn't mean that's the only way you have to do it. And the Lord said, I can send you one Boaz, and your whole situation has changed. We talked about Dr. Jerry Falwell last night. $70 million gift into his ministry mm. by a Boaz. The man that gave it was a billionaire. A Christian billionaire. Amen. You'd be surprised. They're out there. Mm -hmm. Amen. They're out there. God has the ability to bless you. Mm, keep your eyes on the Lord. So, I came out of that situation, out of that vision, and it's almost time for me to go minister. So I grab my Bible and I grab my notes and I'm walking towards the, the area where this large convention is at. And when I opened the door it, and walked into, this, into where this meeting was at, it was like walking into a furnace. The presence of God was so strong. The glory was so strong in the meeting. I walk into this 
hotbed of the glory of God. And the host is standing up preaching, crying, weeping, saying, trust God. God can send you a Boaz. All you need is one to turn everything around in your life. Amen. And I could hardly believe what he was saying. Because I just met the angel named Boaz. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God's going to make some of you a Boaz. Yes. There are the female Boazes also. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Truth be told, oftentimes in ministry, mm -hmm. the ladies sometimes outgive the men. Trust me, Praise they do. Praise God. Amen. 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 I think because they, they have a softer heart. Then you've got to crack that. you got to crack that thing. Amen. Mm. you got to crack that nut. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Ooh. We're talking destiny altering mm. empowerment to give. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What does it say in Ezekiel chapter 40, verse 3? Let's put it up on the screen just for a moment. I, I believe that many, many things, I believe all things can be confirmed by the scripture. Uh, I believe sometimes if we dig, we could even find some very, very unusual things in the Bible. Ezekiel chapter 40. I'm about to pray for you. I'm just talking because I'm trying to get this into your spirit. Ezekiel 40 verse Amen. 3. Ezekiel says, the prophet, he says, He took me there, and behold, there was a man whose appearance was like the appearance of what? Brass. What's brass? It's bronze. Mm. He meets an angel that's totally bronze. There are bronze angels. And there's blue ones too. I've met a blue one before. <laughs> I felt kind of like Kmart, the blue light special when I saw it. I wasn't sure how to react. See, just because Michael and Gabriel are the only two named doesn't mean that the others walk around with no names. Amen. Actually, all, they all have a name. All of them. And their name denotes their calling, their purpose, and their assignment from the Lord. Not always necessary to know, but it is very, very interesting. One final scripture, Deuteronomy chapter 8, and I'm going to pray for you. Because something new from heaven is going to come upon you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. There's going to be young people tonight that are going to receive an impartation of wisdom from God. Amen. And they're going to rise to the head of their class. Amen. They're going to be like the Daniel, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Suddenly you're going to start to understand math. Amen. You're going to start to understand how to diagram sentences. You're going to get really good at languages. Multilingual and languages. Praise God. Deuteronomy 8, 18. Yes, please, my brother, a little music, please, as I feel that anointing of the Holy Spirit. And you shall remember, verse 18, you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. Do you need power to get poor? Do you need me and Bishop to lay hands on you so that you can go quickly into poverty? Do we need to have a counseling session and sit down for, you know, two-hour stretches so we can counsel you just what it takes to walk into poverty? Mm. No, you can do that. Just take your shoes off, take your clothes off, walk out of here in your undies. And don't go home and just don't show up to work tomorrow. And welcome to poverty. Hallelujah. Seriously, don't recommend that you do that. But uh, you don't need any power to go downhill. No, you don't. You need power to go uphill. But see, to get into the wealth, you need power. Why? 
there is a world system stacked against you right. and wicked men hold it back on purpose yeah. God's going to begin to touch the hearts of very wealthy people they're going to get saved and they're going to begin to give Dr. Lester Summerall talked about the great man of God from uh, England named Howard Carter mm -hmm. who raised up the world's first Pentecostal Bible school and Dr. Carter had a prophecy come to him from the Lord and it said the money will come in heaps upon heaps upon heaps so that this great work could be raised up. And he thought, how can heaps come in? We are so poor. We're like little church mice. I mean, these were the Pentecostals before it was established in England. They were so poor. He said, Lord, how could you do such a thing? The Lord said, you just watch. It's going to come in heaps upon heaps upon heaps. And so the next day, a phone call comes in. And a man says, I need, I need a man of God to come out to my house and visit me. I'm an old man and I need to talk to somebody get my life right with God. So Brother Carter goes out there with one of the assistants. And the old man says, I made a lot of money. I made a lot of money. And all the time I was making all that money, I never served God. And I never tithed once. But I want to get my life right with God. And I'm here today to give the full tithe of all the years that I've never tithed. Wow. And he said, I read something in the Bible, opened up my Bible, and said, laid at the apostles' feet. Mm. You two apostles? <laughs> they said, well, we don't know for apostles. He said, oh, you'll do just fine. Stand there. <laughs> <down> the <feet." laughs> and he imported heaps mm. and heaps and heaps of money. Heaps and heaps. And they were able to raise up the work. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. See, for the ministers, God's going to give you Boaz. For those of you, God wants to make you into a Boaz. Yeah. Please stand up Amen. and close your Bibles. So many different kinds of mantles and anointings. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I, I could tell more stories, but I want to pray for you. I feel the anointing. Just lift your hands. Father, we just thank you here tonight for freedom in this house. Oh, for liberty in this house. Thank you, Father. There are many sacred and holy things. They've been, they've been lost. Some of them have been misplaced. And some of them have actually been captured by the enemy. And there are certain mantles of creativity that have fallen to the ground and the church has taken up counterfeit mantles and has delved into certain areas where the church was supposed to take the lead. Father, there are major mantles of wealth-creating ideas that are ready to fall upon your people that will more than enough make up for lost time in their lives and in the blessing that they want to be. We thank you, Father God. Open the hearts of your people now as we begin to worship you. Open the hearts of your people. Now, I'd like to ask that we sing a song to the Lord, that the team would come. Amen. And that we can worship the Lord. What song? Give your heart to the Lord. Because the garment room of heaven is about to open up tonight. Mm. Neiman Marcus and Macy's, they may be closed right now. But heaven's wardrobe section is open. The angels are getting ready right now to give you something new tonight. To walk out on them. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Just pray in the Spirit, church. We get ready to receive it and we get ready to worship the Lord. Just pray in the Spirit. <laughs> 
It's so fun out here. It's Tuesday night, push into the glory. Those watching online, push into the glory. This is your moment, new season, new mentor. God has sustained you. It's time for something new.
they want them to lift your hands up. Father, release it to your people. Now, in the name of Jesus, receive. Mantles coming down. Glory coming down on you right now. Somebody has felt something come over your shoulder. It's often where a mantle will fall. Fragrances from heaven are coming down right now. You're seeing things are where some of you are seeing nations that God is going to take you to. Mantles of intercession are falling right now. God's calling you back to the prayer closet. God's calling you back like Samson with the anointing. Come back. Let the hair grow. The power will come back. Get up. Don't let condemnation keep you down. And run with the Lord. God's releasing prophetic mantles now. They'll go up into the heavenly realm. Receive the fire of God. Healing anointing to come in upon people right now. Some of you are feeling your hands get on fire. That is a healing anointing. That is a healing anointing. Glory. Receive. Receive. Some of you are feeling the healing power of God touch your body. Healing anointing. Healing anointing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Boaz, the toll. Coming down. Prosperity mantle. Coming down. But you must reach by faith. No doubting. No hesitancy. Embrace the persecution. Take the 100 fold with persecution. And you never have to apologize. What God does. Receive. 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 Music mentals. Music mentals coming down for writers, composers, songwriters, falling now. All over. Coming down now. In the name of Jesus. Writing mentals coming down now. Glory for book writers, for bloggers.
So you're going to wrap some things up. Then you're going to go into a deeper experience of training. Okay? Something that's, as we would say, full-blown Pentecostal. Let's see, you're getting what you need now, but then God's going to accelerate what you need then. So, Father, we thank you for foundation. And I thank you for the anointing as a, as a psalmist of the Lord, uh, prophetic gifting. And, Father God, she's called to the nations. And there's even apostolic DNA in her. And she's going to be the one in the family that's going to rise up mm -hmm. and is going to run to the nations. We thank you, Father God. She has a praying mother. And we thank you, Father God, what has been prophesied over many generations of her family lands with a heavy glory on her. And uh, she will not drop the baton. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Are you still single? Okay, you're right in the Lord's will. And the Lord at the right time, right way, will take care of the holy, godly mate that he has for you. So don't rush anything because there has to be a very unique degree of compatibility because of your calling. And so, Lord, we just thank you for patience. And the promise will be fulfilled at the right time in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Well, something came on you tonight. Yes. Mm -hmm. Ooh, it smells good. Woo! Right here. Ooh. That smells like... Um, that Halston men's perfume. Whoa. Interesting. What happened? Um, when I was lifting up my hands, they got real heavy, mm. and it's like the weight, and then I saw fire coming out of my hands. Okay. So, Lord, we just thank you for the healing anointing. That's right. Even in the, uh, wow, it's getting really rich right in mm -hmm. here. Uh, even as the apostle is raising up many powerful people in this church, thank we thank you there's a team anointed for healing power. Yes. She has it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Just let the anointing settle into your bones. Hallelujah. What happened? I saw fire go to the road inside the house and just purify everything with the spirit of Elisha. Praise God. That's the prophetic flame of the Lord. Where are you from originally? What, what, what nation? Yeah, beautiful country. I mean, this is your wife. Just lift your hands. Father, just bless them. Fresh anointing. Oh, fulfillment of destiny and purpose and calling. Jesus, oh, you're on fire. Lord, bless them. Oh, bless them. Your parents, where your parents live? Where do your parents live? Okay. Father, I thank you. You have children? Okay. Lord, I thank you. Just bless the family. Mm, hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Father God. Mm. You have, a, you have a new spiritual father come into your life. Okay, a mentor sent by God. Be looking for that person. Praise God. Who else? Something touched you tonight. Lord, we thank you tonight for what you're doing. Aren't you happy that you're in Spartanburg, North Carolina? Oh, South Carolina. Yes. I saw a light flash. I'm like, just with my open eyes, the light just flashed while we were. That's the glory of the Lord. Amen. That's the glory realm. Praise God. So God touched you all the way back here. Lord, bless him. Bless him. He's very artsy. Pull all that out of him, Father God, in Jesus' name. Very creative. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Who else? Thank you, Lord. Lord, we give you praise. What happened over here? I felt the uh, Spirit of the Lord come down on me like the rain. And I felt the mantle sitting again on my shoulders heavily. Oh, Father, bless them. Mm. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Holy anointing. 
Lord's going to continue to minister to both of you tonight as you rest and sleep. Revelation flowing. Mm. Thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. There's a beautiful fragrance on the vanilla. Vanilla fragrance is on you, the peace of God. Mm -hmm. Who else has got something tonight? You know who you got something? What happened? So you got the power mental blanket wrapped around you with the static electricity. We thank you, Father, for the anointing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Who else? What happened? I had tingling in my fingers, and then it felt like somebody was holding my hands. And that's the angels of the Lord. They've held my hands up before, too. And that's the angel holding you up. Uh, you intercessor, powerful intercessor anointing to support the Moses that God assigned you to. Oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Who else? Yes. I just saw the spirit angels wrapping me in white garment. And um, I heard the spirit of the Lord say he was going to make me a Boaz because he can trust me because I'm going to give up my heart. Mm -hmm. Lord, put it on her heavy and thick. <laughs> Lord, you sure will, praise God. Glory. Lord's also got ministry things for you. Step into it, wade into it. Okay, get your feet wet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It felt like it just rested on my shoulders and out of that was fire like mm. just fire coming out of it and when you spoke about books it's like it's, it just hit me, mm -hmm. hit me about books mm. the deposit of the lord and that evangelistic fire there's also prophetic thank you lord jesus sure smells good right here mm -hmm. lift your hands to the lord father we thank you we thank you. Touch your people now, oh God, with your healing power. Yes, Lord. Right where they're at. Right where they're at. Touch them, Father God. As many felt heat and fire come on them, you're also ministering to their bodies. Wherever you need that touch at your body, put your hand on that part of your body. You need God to touch your body. Put your hand on that part of your body. Watch it on the internet. Put your hand on your body. Father, touch them now. Heal them up. Let them be able to run free and do what you called them to do. Bring health into their bodies. We thank you for your power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. There are some that need healing for you to lay hands on. Praise God. What I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to turn the service over to Bishop Robinson. If you want me to personally put my hands on you for healing prayer, come see me after he concludes. I will wait for you. Well, I, can, I mean, if you want to flow with it now, you can. Yeah. You, we good, Bishop? Yeah. Praise God. For healing. I have time if you have time. If you want me to put my hands on you for a direct impartation for healing, come stand to the front right now. Come stand to the front. That is the stronger way for me to release the healing That's gift. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. I'm willing to stay as long as the people of God want to receive Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Some of you have been touched in a way that you're still trying to decipher what God did. That will become clear to you over the next few days. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If we have some anointing oil that we can also get together, that would be good. Okay.
Thank you, Lord. Those of you that are, that are watching online, God will touch you right where you're at. Pastor, could you also open that up for me? Thank you, Jesus. There's a lot of angels in here tonight. Praise God. Praise God. See, I can, my sense of smell is so strong, I can smell the oil, even from here. I can smell, you can put, you can put a muffin in front of me three feet away. I can smell it. Lord's developed my natural sense to go along with that prophetic sense. That's right. But he's going to get you tonight. Praise wow. God. He's going to get you tonight. Mm. For many of you, when I put my hands on you, thank you, and I pray for you, the fragrances of the Lord will begin to manifest. There's fresh rain all through here. Uh, that's fresh rain. what it is. Do you I smell put it? my fresh rain. That's right. It's all through fresh, there. Fresh, clean rain. Mm -hmm. Lord, we thank you. coming down here. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. Years back, I was in Southern California ministering, and the Lord Jesus came in a vision and talked to me and said, I have now given you the gifts of healings, as mentioned in my word, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And he said, whenever you lay your hands on people, tell them that when you put your hand on them, I will put my hand over your hand, and the Lord said, my power will flow through you into their body. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then he asked me a question. He said, do you remember when you had strep throat? I said, yes, Lord, it was awful. And he said, you got a shot. How long did it take to work? I said, I, I said, in 20 minutes, I was totally healed. He said, the anointing's the same way. Tell them that when you lay hands on them, that my healing power will flow into their body and let it do its work by faith and sometimes he said it takes 20 minutes, sometimes 30, but it's just like that shot. It will go in and it will work in that area of their body where they need it. So when I lay my hands on you, all you have to do is just receive. Some of you, you'll notice an immediate difference. Others, just let it soak into you, okay? And you will find out that the symptoms just totally go away. Now lift your hands to the Lord. Father, we thank you that Jesus paid an awful price for our healing. Mm. Purchased at Calvary for us by his shed blood, along with the salvation that he acquired for us, first and foremost. So, Father, we take a hold of the covenant, which includes healing for our bodies. Fathers, I lay my hands on your people. Touch everybody that I touch tonight with your healing anointing. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm coming right down here. I'm starting right down here. I may briefly, quickly ask you, what do you need? Quickly tell me. I'll lay my hands on you. Just receive. And I'll go right to the next person. What do you need? Right knee. Here it comes. Receive. In Jesus' name. Take it. Wonderful. Ooh, the, the moment I touch you, just take it. That's your point of contact. The moment I touch you, that's when you take it. You ready? Just, what do you need? Receive. I command it to go in the name of the Lord. Receive. Amen. What do you need? Receive in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need? Yes, I, I just started my 40-day fasting today. God bless you. Jesus, I want to be. Receive. Grace to go all the way. And he's going to. Thank you, Father. What do you need? Here comes. Receive in the name of the Lord. Healing. It's going right into you. There it goes. See, we're right into you. We're right into you. You're very spongy. Praise God. Good receiver. What do you need? Okay. Okay, I'm touching. Where's, where's it at? Okay. Receive. 
I rebuke it and yes. command it to leave her body. In the name of Jesus, receive. Because you're in Christ, he counts you worthy to receive every blessing. Receive. That's right. Rebuke Receive. It. In the name of Jesus, I break off any condemnation. That's right. Your sins are washed away by the precious blood of the Lord. So thank you, Father. Healing anointing. Hallelujah. What do you need? We need healing. Here comes. Receive in the name of the Lord. Strength in the name of the Lord. What do you need? Lord, touch the back. Now. In the name of Jesus, went right into you. Went right into you. What do you need? Carpal tunnel, my heart. Okay, hold your hands out. I command the carpal tunnel looser in the name of the Lord. All of us come out in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, healing completely. What do you need? I need a healing in my leg and in my back. They said I got to do surgery. Okay. Let's let the Lord Jesus do some surgery, okay? Lift your hands. Surgery needed back. What do you need? Okay. Here, here, here comes. Receive in the name of the Lord. Fire. Healing power of the Lord. Going back. It's going right down your back. Just take it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Here comes. Receive in the name of the Lord. There goes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What do you need? Here comes. Receive. Now in the name of the Lord. There goes. Receive in the name of the Lord. It's on you right now. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need? Kidneys. Okay. Lord, touch him right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What do you need? Pain in my shoulders. Receive now. Thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you, Lord. Receive. Okay. Receive in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Going in. It's working. Start moving it around. What do you need? Amen. I thought you was asking us if we want to be activated. You can have that too. Anything else you need? No, sir. Lord, touch him now with your holy. Somebody stand behind you. Touch him with your holy fire. Now, receive. Oh, this went right into you. Thank you, Lord. Activation of the anointing and gifting. What do you need? Healing the body. Lord, touch him now. Woo! Oh, it went right into you. So easy. Now, just take that. Now, just walk around, move around. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need? My hip and back, and I need the fire. Okay, lift your hands. Lord, touch her now in the name of Jesus. Fire in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. What do you need? Filling in my body and activating my gills. Okay, okay. Lord, we thank you. Receive now in the name of the Lord. Now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Us all over you. Coming all over you. Amen. What do you need? Healing in my body and activation of all of my gills. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Receive now. Mm. Healing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need? Glory. I guess. Pain from the hip all the way down to the ankle and just on the left hand side. Okay. Lift your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Fire. The fire of God. Receive. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Go walk around. Woo! It's all over you. What do you need? Um, my eyes and um, for me to do good in school. Okay. Close your eyes. Lord, touch your now. Heal the eyes, Lord. Mm. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of wisdom, O oh God, let it rest on her. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pray what for do you them need? at school. Uh, uh, for my eyes and understanding of my mental Okay. Okay. Lord, touch him now. Thank you, Lord. Touch his voice. Give him public speaking gift. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Anointing. Strength. Thank you, Jesus. 
wisdom and understanding. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord. Yeah. Lord, give her her heart's desires. Mm. Her heart's in heaven, but she has to live on the earth. <laughs> she has a hard time balancing it, Lord. She wants to just stay up all the time in the glory. Glory Lord, to God. Touch her. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I just oh, remembered. I forgot. I have no job. Oh. That's what I just said. <laughs> yeah, I told you she's always in the other realm. Hallelujah. She needs a job. I didn't forget. She needs a job. <laughs> so you have a dual anointing. So you have to flow on the other one too. You can come down later. Just lift your hands. Amen. Lord, give her a great job. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank out of the box with your job. You couldn't get the just just be open. Come on. open. I knew one person that made more. He only worked one That's day. That's it. He made thousands of dollars in one day, and then all the other days he just worked in the ministry of God. Just was in the house of God. I think you're touching something potentially like that. Praise God. Lift your, your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Touch your mouth. Mm. Whoa. Easy, easy. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? On my left leg and lower back. Thank you, Jesus. Fire in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fire in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Receive. Thank you, Jesus. Just go walk around. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. What do you need? My teeth, gums, and digestive. Well, touch her. Yes. Jesus, mm. you're, you both have television in your future. Praise God. So the teeth are important. That's Lord. right. <laughs> touch her. Bless them, Lord. There goes all over. You just went on you. That's just right. You. Touch the teeth. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need? Okay. That's good. Okay, lift your hands. You're gonna have a you're gonna have an encounter where God takes you to the library room of heaven. You're gonna see a book about a certain saint. Mm. Uh, you will be called to study that saint. You will receive an impartation. Father, now thank you. Sugar, thank you, Jesus. diabetes. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Knock over the bishop, Lord. Get the bishop I can see. Lord, bless you. Lord bless you. That's right. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Strength. Thank you, Jesus. Refreshing. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Bless him, Lord. Uh, you sown. You sown. Yeah, just drop. Yeah. That's all right. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. You're gonna find yourself speaking to some very large meetings overseas. Hearts desire, hearts desire. Come on, Lord. Come on, Lord. And sometimes the crowds will be so large it's almost like you can't even see where the where it ends at. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you. That's right. Thank you. Bless him. Thank you, Lord. Who's next? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, glory. <laughs> what do you need? I'm liking the blue. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All right, look at that. She's already in the heavenly realm. Get her, Lord. Glory. Make her a blue flame, Lord. Yeah. Heal her hair. Praise God. Make her Jesus do it. Make her a sign of the wonder. Yes. What do you need? Sick. What's wrong? Lord, he wants a double portion. You got any ministry in your family? Who, who, what your parents do? Yes. All Before right. they passed, was there any ministry in the family line? Okay. Pastors? Yes. yes. Your dad was a pastor. All right. That's why. That's what we're getting here. Okay. Lord, destiny fulfillment. Double portion. That went on. Double portion. That's right. You're going to begin to get it uncovered and discovered and unlocked. It's going to begin to flow tonight. Dreams, visions, supernatural dimension of walking with the Lord. And this is also part of your DNA too. So yeah, that's call right. Forth. And you both have traveled in your, in your calling. So we just thank you, Father God. Impartation and rejoicing. Thank you, Father God. Heal her body. Yeah. Receive. Thank you, Jesus. I went on you. Yeah, went on you. What do you need? What do you need? Thank you, Jesus. Woo, glory. Touch. That's right. Rebuke all of it. Lord, touch him now. Thank you, Lord. Bless him. Thank you, Jesus. What do you need? My teeth and my gums. Okay. Amen. Amen. <laughs> 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 Glory to God. Glory. Glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Be filled. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Into the gums. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What do you need? Knowledge, wisdom, understanding, okay. focus. Okay. What does she need? What do you need? What would you like the Lord to do? What, honey? What did she say, honey? 
my god is that? My god is that? Okay, this is Oh, okay. Receive! Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. It just went over you. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you in Jesus' name. That's on you right now. Receive. Bless her. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The wisdom came. Here comes the wisdom. This color is red. Release it in the name of the Lord. Spirit of wisdom. Never see it went over you like a wave. It just went over you like a wave. What do you mean? Pain in my left side, heart pounding, headaches. Receive. Receive in the name of the Lord. Here it comes. Thank you, Jesus. Speak to the heart. Peace be still. Thank you, Lord, for the shoulder. What do you need? Lord, touch your neck. Thank you, Jesus. Receive. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. Here comes receive. I rebuke it in the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
watching online and ministry partners Lord bless them now take it take it receive for sure splash of the glory receive your ministry partners Woo! here that haven't received prayer thank yet thank you Jesus haven't had prayer yet thank you Lord we praise you one more time lift your hands before I turn it over to the bishop Father we give you praise for all you've done us even yes Lord we thank you the enemy can't take it. We thank you that your people are going to wake up in the morning praying, praying and running with the horses spiritually. They are your people. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. You're in your new season. God bless you. I'm not sure yet. Thank God tonight for Apostle Stephen Wood tonight. For Mantles. Isn't that awesome? For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.